tonight from the south side of Chicago. Matt the Bats, Matthew W.J. Mitchell. And I'm your host, Larry. Thanks for joining me, Matt, as we, it is Saturday afternoon, uh, right before the MLB playoffs are ready to start. I don't know if it's true that you're from the south side of Chicago, but you are representing the south side team, the Chicago White Sox. I love that you're in uniform as I'm wearing my San Diego Padres hat. Uh, You've come prepared for the show. So Chicago's, the White Sox, they've had a good season, right? I mean, leading up to the last week, this has been a good shortened season for them. So, oh, well, well, Larry, first of all, about the, um, I am not in the south side of Chicago. I'm in Naperville, which is the southwest suburbs of Chicago. But if I was from the south side of Chicago, you know, I got to talk in my Chicago accent, say, how you doing? The Sox, the Bears. Mm-hmm. But, Larry, as you just said, if we we're recording this one week ago, just seven days ago, sunshine, rainbows, play the don't stop believing, joyous. The Sox are finally back playing October baseball in the postseason for the first time in 12 years. Wow. I was a freshman at Illinois State University when they were in the playoffs the last time. I it was it was the famous blackout game. Uh, against the twins, all the fans at the at the then USLR field wore black. Jim Tomey hit a seventh inning home run that was massive. They won one nothing on a diving catch by Brian Aronson. Ken Griffey Jr. was playing for the White Sox in what? 2008. I don't even remember him as a White Sox. Oh, oh, I hey, you're talking to a diehard Sox fan who I was so happy a week ago, and now it's just oh, call the choke, call the collapse. Life sucks. That's what's going on right now. Well, better now than next week, maybe. Uh, last yeah. last game, they lost 10 nothing to the Cubs. That was last night. Yeah. And you know what? Please let that be rock bottom. Okay. Because as a Sox fan, of course, I hate the Cubs. I might hate the Twins more than the Cubs just by a little bit. But to lose 10 nothing to the Cubs. And, well, if you want to talk about the Wilson Contreras bat flip, I got some thoughts about that. Sure. Let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So, so I, well, I will say, first of all, don't throw at him. Don't throw at his back. Like it's just, that's just part of the game now with like the acceleration. Cause Tim Anderson's my boy and he does bat flips all the time. And we all love it. It's, it's it's swag. It's way it does. It's a home run. Gets a pasta party from his wife. It's awesome. (laughs) But for Contreras, did did you see the bat flip? No, I didn't. uh, Tell me about it. So he hits a home run, threw on shot off Cease, and it's a no-doubter. Good, good job, Contreras. But then he looks at his dugout. Okay, get your boys pumped up. But then he just, like, throws that thing up in the air, like, 20 feet. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's a little obnoxious, but I, I love it. Uh, I, I, I get it. I, I might be in the minority here. I, I'm on the side, like, okay, Contreras don't do that. Uh-huh. But then the Sox and, and our manager, Rick Renteria, don't throw at him. Just, 
just somebody on his team, like Rizzo on his team, has to be like, "Yo, dude, just, just, just don't be a dick." So would you know? today be the retaliation day if it were to happen? Uh, just, unfortunately, that's the old school part of baseball mm-hmm. that I really just needs to go away for for fan because because we're both in our thirties. Like the, the the baseball needs younger fans to get yeah. into it, and like it's cool with the celebrations, cool with the bat flipping. I'm just thinking that one bat flip. It's just like because like it, hey, if that lands and hits somebody, then like you're you're definitely the a-hole for doing that. So I think just get your team fired up, man. Like what I'm a fan of actually is Yasmani Grandal, who the Sox just signed. Mm-hmm. When he hits a home run, he does the bat drop. Nice. I like that. A yeah. Just like you hit it and then you just boop, just pop it down. I, I like that a lot. And then, yeah, you can stare at it all you want. Just don't, don't throw it 20 feet up in the air. Just, just <laughs> it's a little it. excessive and dangerous. A bat 20, 20 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. So Yasmani Grandal, uh, former Cincinnati red, he, I think so, right? I think he was the Dodgers and then the Brewers. And then, okay, he so maybe sign... I'm very mistaken. Uh, no, it's very hey, possible. Again, dude, I've been fu- like, like, so like my, my whole life I've been a Sox fan. It was 2004. I'm like, I'm going to watch every single game yeah. as much as I can. And then uh, the amazing is the 2005 happened. So they've had their, they, 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 they've had their teeth into me ever since. And so, just following the team last few years, it's been the rebuild. They've been losing. Last year was fun. Then the second half, they just they just pooped it out. But then this year has just been like insane because they were ten and eleven. They had just lost the doubleheader to the Cardinals, who hadn't played in two weeks because of their COVID outbreak, and the Sox lose the doubleheader to a team that hadn't played in two weeks. And it's like, okay, they're just gonna you know whatever. Supposedly next year they can finally contend or whatever. And then they go on this crazy stretch where it's, I think ultimately they were, they were 24 and like 10. It was awesome. And, and now this last week they they've lost seven of eight. Stretch. Yeah. Awesome. Cause they're a young team pretty much. Right. I mean, they have some, they've added some veterans this year, like Grendel and the bats were cooking and they clinched the playoffs. So they're in the playoffs in this expanded playoff format, but limping in uh, they still have a chance at the division they're one back of the twins tied with the indians so so how it works is that um cleveland and the Sox are both one game back of minnesota mm-hmm. but the Sox have the tiebreaker over minnesota because they were they they split the season series five and five and the Sox have a better divisional record but cleveland with their Bleeping sweep, four game sweep of Go the socks of the socks. Oh. Yeah, it's like they they said. Yeah, what what happened was the socks finally clinched the playoffs, first time in a dozen years. Sunshine and rainbows. Let's go! But then. They go to Cincinnati, and Cincinnati takes two of three, which Cincinnati got really hot at the right mm-hmm. time because now Cincinnati just clinched a playoff berth as well, and. It was it was interesting. The Sox actually beat Bauer in his start. They won that five nothing, and you'd think that they were losing against Bauer, but they got it going. And then they go to Cleveland, and just it's it's a collapse. They they get they get uh, two games in a row of walk off home runs. Uh, the, the the first game just Cleveland just they won seven three. Just the the pitching and the hitting just just wasn't there for the Sox. But then uh, Jose Ramirez bottom of the tenth. Sox have a two run lead three one. Eventually, Cleveland gets a three-run home run and win 5-3. Uh, the next game, 
It's uh, 2-2 going into bottom of the ninth. And Jordan Luplow, who I'm, I'm sure you haven't heard of. I have not. <laughs> no. Sox fans know it because he only hits home runs against the Sox. And he just he just takes Gio Gonzalez deep. And then the last game, they, they finally, the offense gets going. It's 4-1, uh, three-run seventh inning. And then Cleveland immediately four runs, bottom of the seventh to complete the sweep. And and now they lose 10 to nothing to the Cubs. It is, oh, it's just, my heart's breaking. Oh, it's, it's the worst, Larry. Yeah, especially after missing the playoffs for so many years and looking so good for most of this shortened season. Yeah. Um, so the, when they made that, so I'm wearing a San Diego Padres hat yeah. as I've latched onto their team and, you know, love uh, Tatis Jr., who... Slam Diego. Slam Diego. And... He was in the White Sox system, right? It was, he was. What, yes. three years ago, four years ago that they made that trade for James Shields. Uh, yeah. So, then, uh, uh, Tatis, uh, son of Fernando Tatis. Mm-hmm. So he he was a Dominican, uh, a, a Latin American signing. So when they got him, he was like like fifteen or sixteen, mm-hmm. like when when they made the initial signing, and then, uh, yeah, twenty sixteen, I believe, was the time they. James Shields was available, just signed a big contract with San Diego, wasn't living up to expectations. Just Rick Hahn just decided to roll the dice. And Tatis Jr. was more of like the throwing piece. Uh, oh, really? Sox got another. Yeah. Just the Sox got another prospect who really, or, or they traded. Like who, who the Sox gave up wasn't of, well, okay. It was the Sox gave up one prospect who was like, didn't really work out. But then they also gave up Tatis Jr. to get, Shields and someone else back who also didn't do anything. And and Shields just Shields is there. And Tatis Jr. is now <laughs> probably the MVP of the NL. And yeah. That that that's the one trade. Han needs to win a, a championship to really justify himself now. Cause it's just yeah. like, oh which I the Sox probably did that trade because they have Tim Anderson as shortstop. And Tim Tim's been great. Like he uh People call him off for a bad rookie year, first two years, but his best friend was murdered, so that really affected him. But like last few years, Tim was a bang champ last year. Really almost had it this year, but DJ LeMahieu just keeps hitting it, and just Tim's in a slump like the whole team this week, and it's just – it's heartbreaking, but, yeah, just – Tatis Jr. is the one that got away. Yeah, yeah. It's going to burn for a while. I do understand what you're saying because Tim Anderson, also a shortstop, He's their leadoff hitter. You know, he combines power and speed. He's got, uh, looks like, 10 home runs this year. He's, I'm looking at his stats right now. I mean, really great numbers, hitting 337, 370 OBP, slugging 553. Um, he's, 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 you know, the prospect that's worked out great for you guys. Yeah. So you got to love him and Jose Abreu and all these other pieces. Um. Do you, how do you feel going into the playoffs? Do you feel, despite the slump, do you feel like this team is good enough to make some noise in the playoffs? Uh, a week ago, that was definitely <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like right now, I got to really concentrate. I mean, because like on Sox Twitter right now, it's it's Mayday, press the panic button, everything sucks. I, I want to keep looking at the bright, especially because the, for the first time in 12 years, it's a playoff series. Now, I, I don't want them to just go in and then just lose two games and then bada boom, see you later. Like, I like it's like 
because because they they were in contention for the number one seed in in the American League for a while. Them they were going with Tampa Bay, but it seems like Tampa Bay has got that locked up. So depending on the opponent, because uh, if the Sox can get that four seed, it looks like they're playing the Yankees. Right. I don't want to play the Yankees right no, now. No, because they finally like their roster. Basically, the story of the Yankees this year is that injuries for most of the season to their top hitters. And now everybody's back and yeah. let's see what this team can do. Um, so socks, they would. So in a way, if they stay, if they don't move up to, so they could move as high as I guess the second seed, but let's say they win yeah. the division and get the third seed. Who is Minnesota playing this weekend? Uh, the, oh, the red and the reds beat them last night. Right. So that's yeah. yeah. Well, well, it just it so it comes down to like the Twins control their own destiny. The Sox can't catch them, but then it will be interesting is that if if Twins, Indians, and White Sox all have the same record, mm-hmm. I, that tiebreaker is going to be wonky because the Sox are over the Twins, but then the Indians are over the White Sox, and then I think the Twins will beat the Indians based on their head-to-head record. I, I got to look it up, but just, it's really wonky. The most competitive division in all of baseball this year by far. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. And any, any division that has that wild card, that third team making it is mm. tough division. Yeah. And you, this year you basically only play your divisions. And uh, yes, yeah, central was considered not to be, um, well, at least the NL central was not considered yeah. to be powerful division but they've done a little better than expected especially with the rays the reds coming on uh how 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 do you like uh the white Sox starting rotation so the the rotation this year uh giolito's the headliner because he he had the no hitter against the pirates and uh that was just wonderful to watch just yeah i was able to watch the very end of that game cool yeah yeah, he like he's 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 kind of an anomaly because uh, two years ago, arguably the worst start, not arguably, probably was definitely the worst starter in all of baseball. And last year, what really helped him was the catcher who the Sox might have to give up this year, James McCann, who was the the catcher they they brought over from the Tigers, who wasn't doing much, had an All Star season with the White Sox last year, and has done really good stuff. This year, he, he's also slumping right now, but uh, he just really, him and Giolito worked together to really become a fastball changeup pitcher. And that, that's that's Giolito right there. And when he's spotting his fastball well, like he, he can throw a no-hitter. And even though the Pirates are a weaker lineup, he's still, uh, his last start against the Indians, I, I think it was six innings pitch, one run. Just, he he's definitely the ace, if not the future ace of the staff, but, Really, their most reliable starter all year was Dallas Keuchel, who they also brought over in free agency, and he's well worth the money. He's, uh, I believe, uh, five and two with like a two ERA. Just really has stabilized everything, and just he he just Keuchel Keuchels, as they say in the uh, John Boy Radio. Just he just he just does his stuff with the ground balls. But then afterwards, after those two, when it comes to the rotation, uh, it's it's dicey because. Dylan Cease had a good start to the year. He came over and uh, traded with the Cubs a few years ago. That was brought Aloy, which that's a trade Han should get credit for because he got Aloy and Cease only for Jose Quintana. So people, like, as much as it sucks to give a Tatis Jr., you get Cease and uh, Aloy back was good. But like, but Cease, is, he's really been struggling with walks and home runs. Just And that was last night. He just he got pounded by the Cubs because 
just giving up the home run ball too much. And then uh, Dane Dunning's a rookie. He was really pitched well. Just again, it's a rookie in the playoffs. Can he handle the pressure? Ronaldo Lopez has looked really bad start of the year, had somehow come around a little bit. And then, so to answer your question about the rotation, it's it's really like you're you, you one, two guys. Like, okay, they can go for sure. Gilito's dicey sometimes, but he's, he's, he's proven he can hang up there. But then the rest of the rotation is just like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's not, yeah. it's not concrete. I don't know if any team has a great top to bottom rotation anymore in the majors, but if you have those top two, I mean, this year in the expanded playoffs where you only need to win two out of three in the first rounds. Yeah. It's, it, you never know. Um, That's why Cleveland, they might have the advantage because all year their pitching has just been Bieber. It's most likely to Cy young. I hope he doesn't win the MVP because I'm still hoping to bits that Jose Abreu can finally mm. get recognized for all his good work. But yeah, Cleveland's rotation with, with Bieber, please stack uh, correct. It's just, they have so many, they have so many names. I can't remember, but like all those guys just, they, they, they can pitch and give you six, seven good innings every time. Yeah. And then they just traded uh Clevenger this year yep. after his incident in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Him and please but please they, they, they just decided he's younger and and he's been good too. So, but Cleveland just, they have a surplus of pitching. Yeah. Um, so who's, who's the team you would like most to play in the first round if mm-hmm. it could work out that way? Uh, if it, if it works out ideally and, and this collapse wasn't happening, then if the Sox were the one seed, it was looking like Toronto at eight. Okay, cool. Sure. Cause Toronto's also a young team, but they've been struggling. But now, if, if the Sox do end up at seven, it's looking like Oakland is going to lock up the two seed. The Sox have a hard time going out to Oakland normally on their West Coast road trip, but you know, it's Oakland they they've been good. They've uh, thank goodness they they've been beating the Astros, which everyone wants them to, to yeah. beat the Astros. But uh, just yeah, I, I know Oakland's missing some pieces, but so that that will be interesting. But I would say like if the Sox had to play the Yankees, that could be a disaster. Even them playing the Indians now, like I, I hope they could they could get going because Cleveland really hasn't had a good offense all year, but they they just swept the Sox in four. And then uh, depending on if they have to play the Twins, which I, that could also possibly work out. Uh, just the Twins, they're really good at home and really bad on the road. So it's but but also Larry, just if the Sox like if. If they get swept by the Cubs, then just like you, you got to say, okay, it's yeah. uh, it's over. <laughs> just it's completely washed away. Well, uh, you were so you were in high school when they won the World Series in '05. Yeah, I was a sophomore at Naperville Central, uh-huh. and that that was a season where like all the players they got they they brought over Jermaine Dye, Scott Pasetnik, uh Carl Everett. Like like uh, Carl Ever was in a trade the year before, and Jose Contreras also a trade the year before. That was just like everyone on that team played their very very best. That was and a fun team. It, it it was it was it was an anomaly team. It's a team that's unfortunately been forgotten about because Chicago were were the White Sox were the second team in Chicago. As ESPN, when the Cubs were in the World Series, totally forgot that there was already a World Series <laughs> in Chicago. Yeah, which also was the first in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sox had, yeah, it was uh, in 2005, it was 88 years since the Sox had won a World Series, which 
everyone always talks about the Cubs and the Red Sox, but the, it was the curse of the Black Sox no one talked about. But then the Sox just finally got going. Paul Kadurko was finally on national stage. Yeah. Mark Burley, my all-time favorite player. So Oh, yeah. He had a it, perfect it was, game for the Sox. Not that year, but late. In 2009, that, yeah. Yeah, in two, okay. yeah he, he had a no-hitter in 2007 and then perfect game in 2009. And uh, I, I was watching the entire perfect game, and it was just unreal because he's – yeah, Burley, Burley – Burl is my all-time favorite player. Just oh, wow. I, that's a good one because he always like, never was like an ace, even though he was a little bit of an ace for the Sox, but never, you know, never in Cy Young contention kind of guy. He was a walk-on to his high school team or like didn't make it his first uh, few years or something like that. I think that was the story that he got cut from his high school team. Wow. But just, you know, persistent and yeah, I, I would imagine such a lovable Sox guy. Uh AJ Prasinski. AJ Prasinski. Yeah, I I've when I would do fantasy baseball, I had him many years in a row because he was always, you know, people would take some star power at catcher like Joe Maurer or uh, Brian McCann, guys like that, and then you could wait a bunch of rounds and still get AJ Prasinski. He was always solid. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I loved that team. I loved Pasednik getting us like. Only home run, basically, of the season. He probably had a yeah, couple yeah, more, was, but in that playoff game, to in the in extra innings, it, it was uh yeah, it was uh, against first first the red like the, the very first game of the playoffs against the Red Sox, defending World Champs in two thousand five. Sox beat him fifteen two. Pasenic hits a home run, like mm-hmm. five hundred at bats in the postseason, nothing, and then he wins World Series game two with a walk off bomb of the ninth off Brad Liz, right. Just, no one saw just no no one saw that team coming because they they were uh, predicted to finish fourth in the division, and the, well the big story people were trying to like spin on them is that they did also have a collapse that season. They they in August they had a 15 game lead over the Indians, and then the Indians got so crazy hot. This was behind Travis Hafner. Oh yeah, and um, a, a bunch of those older oh Grady Sizemore thing was also in uh, in Cleveland then. And then uh, it got down to a game and a half with like a few weeks left in uh, the season in September. But then the Sox held on, won 99 games, and then they won 11 and won the postseason, which is one of the best postseason records ever. And uh, so so this team is – they're going through their own collapse right now in 2020. And just it, – it really just comes out – because Aloy is hurt right now, which definitely hurts. And just it's, – it's a big hitting slump. It's really the problem because – the pitching really has been good for the most part there. It's just they, the, the bullpen's been collapsing this past week. And just if they, I, I just hope, I just hope last night was rock bottom because mm-hmm. then you got to go up. And also we're playing the Cubs, man. I want to beat the Cubs right. always. I want to take two of three from the Cubs now, please. Especially because the Cubs are also making the postseason this year. It's just, you, yeah. don't, you don't want them to do well while the Sox just kind of fizzle. I they've definitely benefited from a week NL Central and like the, the Reds have gotten hot at the right time. I don't know if they played the Cubs and, and St. Louis might because because technically St. Louis is in second place right now, even though they have games to make up. But I could see St. Louis just with their season having to have played so many double headers. They might just be fine. Just like just ending the season. Just no playoffs. Cool. Let's just go and rest because we've played. Uh-huh so many back-to-back games like every day yeah they're probably the most boring team of the teams fighting for an nl playoff spot or the teams that will most likely make the nl playoffs um well 
best of luck to you and the Sox. I'm rooting for them. Thank um, you. I, I think because I loved that 05 team. Uh, that was at the height of like my baseball fandom. Mm-hmm. And they've got a fun team. They've got fun bats. Uh, like These young players who I was not too familiar with, but now uh, are on my radar. And the old man, Edwin Encarnacion. Oh, God. Uh, is it Edwin? It's Edwin, Edwin right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, you're not a fan. He, he, he is, uh, he, it was a one-year, $12 million deal, which I don't know after they prorated the, the salary, right. but if he's if he's if you've seen his numbers, he's hitting like 160. He he's got like oh yeah, this is seven not, eight home run. He's it's, basically it's, like he, done with his career, kind of. He's 37. He he looks washed. Just he's striking out. He's getting out. Occasional home run, cool, but just like because the Sox, they they really needed someone who could always play DH because they would always just like put someone into the DH spot thinking it'll work. But now you, you need a guy who's like like a Nelson Cruz or like an Edgar Martinez, the guy who just knows like, or I'm Jim Tomei. Yeah. Jim Tomei. Jim Tomei. Or, yeah, or Frank yeah, yeah. Thomas. Yeah. It just, but uh, yeah, just, just ground ground doll is actually the biggest so- uh, contract in Sox history, four years, 72 million. And he's been pretty good. He, he, he gets on base a lot. Uh, he hits with some bombs and he ain't good at uh, defensive framing, but uh, he's had struggles too. Cause um, same thing with Javi Baez because of the asteroid scandal no player can go into the dugout to watch video of their at-bats like during mm. the game anymore. And that, that that's really uh, thrown off the rhythm for a lot of guys, including Grandal. So hopefully next year they figure that out. But I, I'm actually really hoping that uh, James McCann, who the Sox signed last year, just this castaway from Detroit, really has been a revelation for the Sox. And he's actually played better than Grandal at a lot of times. And But yeah, uh, the young guys to know with the Sox are uh, Nick Madrigal's a rookie this year from Oregon State. He just makes contact all. He's he's like a little uh, Jose Altuve. Doesn't have the power yet, but hopefully we'll get it going. Tim Anderson. I I was I was I I thought Tim really could be an MVP this year, but I I think that's definitely should be a Brayu even with the collapse. I'm just I'm scared that Luke Voigt is going to get it because he's hit Tony home runs, but also he's in New York and the New York uh-huh. writers are just going to give it to Voight. That would be such a weak uh, MVP. I I don't know about Voight. I I just, I'm I'm scared. I guess Jose just like uh, Southside, we all love him so, so much. Just nationally, he's just not well known because they've been losing ball clubs, but they're finally in the playoffs, but then they're collapsing right now. I don't know if they hurt his chances. And then uh, Yohan Moncada at third base uh, was my favorite player. Was was, last year was was 315 with 15 home runs and all these RBIs, but uh, he, he actually po- tested positive for COVID before the season started. And he's mentioned how he's been struggling with that all year. And you're really seeing his numbers. Unfortunately, it, it, wear a mask, everyone, please, yeah. please take this seriously. And just wear uh, a mask. Yeah. Don't gather indoors. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just, you I really hope Yohan is able to recover fully in the off season and bounce back. Cause he, he, he really is, uh, is awesome. And then Aloy, uh, just he's like Tim, just he's got the swag and he's the one who keeps falling to the net in left field. So he's not an ideal left fielder, but it just eventually hopefully we'll figure out. And then, uh, Lewis Robert in center field. What had the rookie of the year this year was doing so well, but he's had an awful, awful September. So it looks certain that uh, Kyle Lewis of the Mariners are probably one rookie of the year. But, oh yeah, but but, but very about, yeah, Robert could be the next Trout. Just he he's got all the tools. He's 
He, he definitely like any ball hand center field. I think he's going to catch. He's got the speed just to chase down anything. It's, it's really something to, to behold. Yeah. And only I'm looking at him his stats right now, only 23 years old. So, yeah. So yeah, just, and again, like he, like you. his average was near 300 at the start of the month. So you, you can see like, it's really just mm. like falling off a cliff, but he's a rookie. It, it happens. Yep. All right. Well, anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Oh, well, hey, uh, just thanks for having me on, Larry. I always love talking to you, bud. Uh, just my uh, my socials. Uh, I'm at Matthew WJ Mitchell on Instagram, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matthew WJ nine two seven. I'm always posting about the socks on there, but just just know that I I might I've been fighting a lot with everybody this week, so just like be careful because it's it's been a tough week, everybody for the yeah. socks. It's been it's been a tough year, but especially this week is the week. yeah yeah Larry, twenty twenty this godforsaken year. Of course, it would end this way for the White Sox, right? Mm-hmm. Of <laughs> to course, give hope, of to get and then and then just have this collapse for White Sox fans. Of course, twenty twenty would end this way. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, you're always welcome back. If the if the Sox do win in the first round, uh, we'll talk again. Oh sure. Yeah. I you, you I I I love my Sox, man. I know all about them and. Uh, I'm definitely happy to talk baseball with you because it's it's a great sport. Just again, you're gonna bat flip. Just don't throw it 20 feet yeah. up in the air. That's all I'm saying. But I don't throw it the guy. Yeah, get that out of the game. No more of no. that. No. Well, maybe I don't know. The Sox need something. Anyway, Anything, yeah. I am of course at Larry the Athlete on all social media, and subscribe to Larry No Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. May the rest of your days be days of thunder. Thank you.